okay today. The content could be a little more chore for audiences, so please, ask someone before listening to this video. It's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults. Or for those who get permission. So for today's true crime story for my YouTube channel, we are going to talk about Connie Roy. The death of Connie Roy. Now I remember it from show the Kanye Roy Michelle. The turbulent, tr tragic teen romance of Michelle Carter and Kanye Roy that shook the nation. I remember this from that movie, specifically. Kanye Henry Roy III, September 12, 1995 to July 13, 2014, was an American teenager who died by suicide at age 18. His girlfriend, 17-year-old Michelle Carter, encouraged him in text to kill himself. The case was the subject of a notable investigation and involuntary manslaughter trial in Massachusetts, conjointly known as the text suicide case. Commonwealth v. Michelle Carter involved Scores of text messages, emails, and phone calls were recorded between Carter and Roy in the lead-up to his death, in which Carter repeatedly pressures Roy to kill himself. Roy had seen numerous mental health professionals and had been prescribed psychiatric medication. The case raised questions pertaining to the nature and limits of criminal responsibility. Lawrence Montes, the judge assigned to Carter's criminal trial, concluded that Carter wanted Roy dead and that her words coerced him to kill himself. Carter was convinced of involuntary manslaughter, shifty on the base of her final phone call in which she ordered a scare boy to go back inside his truck and fill it with carbon dioxide, which kills you, basically. Roy's mental health and relationship with Carter, Roy's death, Commonwealth v. Michelle Carter, legal recession in media, see also reference external links. Roy's mental health and relationship with Carter. Roy was born on September 12, 1995. That is so disturbing. I never realized how close in age I am to him. That is creepy. Oh, that just makes it even more creepy that this case is like that. I didn't even realize, like, dang. In Massachusetts. He was sometimes socially anxious attending school and going to the classroom. He worked with his father, grandfather, and uncle for several years in his family's marine salvage business, Tucker Roy Marina Towing and Salvage, Inc., in the New England area. 
in the spring of 2014, he earned his captain license from the Northeast Mediterranean Institute by completing three months of night classes. In June 2014, he graduated on the honor roll. That's amazing. Highest grades from Old Richard Rowland High School, R-O-R-R, in Mattisipit, M-A-T-T-A-P-O-I-S-E-T-T. He was an all-around high school athlete who played basketball, rode, rod crew, ran track. He graduated with a 3.8 GPA and was accepted to Finchburg State University to study business, but at that point decided not to go. He seems like a well-rounded young man, like, and I think that that's insane. He seems like he was smart, a trap, uh, athlete. I realize athletes nowadays, people would used to say they're dumb, but they have to have like a really high G, a GPA for them to even be in sports now, and it is way harder than you think. Carter was born on August 11, 1996, in Massachusetts to Gail and David Carter. She went to King Philip Region High School in Rutherman. She had developed an eating disorder from the age of eight or nine. That is a thing that can happen. That happened with me. It can happen to a lot of little girls. It may have injured herself by cutting. Was on prescription psychiatric medication from the age of 14 and attended counseling at McLee Hospital in Belmont. Carter and Roy met in Florida in 2012 while each had been visiting relatives. After an initial encounter, they saw each other in person again only a handful of times over the course of two years, despite having lived only about 35 miles, 56 km, away from each other. Instead, they mostly exchanged text messages and emails. Yep, that is a thing that started to happen in the 2000s. I remember that's basically what I did. That's basically what you would do then is start texting and having a text relationship. Emails, like, yeah, it's definitely a thing. It's kind of sad because this story is, like, right around, I was right around the same age. It's kind of disturbing. Carter, okay. According to court documents, Roy had allegedly been physically hit by his father and verbally abused by his grandfather. Wow. I was in the same type of situation, just not exact. That is crazy. He tried to kill himself in October 2012 while despondent after his parents' divorce. After learning that he was planning to kill himself, Carter repeatedly discouraged him from attempting suicide in 2012 and 2014 and encouraged him to get professional help. That is probably the only good thing she did at the beginning was to tell him, get some help, go see someone. You need to talk to someone. Like, that's probably the only good thing she did here. And yeah, divorce is hard on people. 
However, her attitude changed in July 2014 when she started thinking that it would be a good thing to help him die. Yeah, see, that to me is just, oh, for so much. Just no, don't do that. Also, I wonder what made her jump ship so easily. I have a couple more articles, maybe we'll find out. Because that just seems so weird. One minute she's saying get help, next minute she's saying good thing to help him die. Like, really? What happened? In June, Roy had texted Carter suggestions. They act like Romeo and Juliet. Oh, for Pete's sakes, don't do that. Romeo and Juliet are not a good role model. They commit suicide at the end of that. No, don't. Checking that she understood they had each killed themselves. Yet, yeah, see, no. Roy struggled with social anxiety and depression from which she had been seen several therapists to counselors, including a coronative behavior therapist. In weeks prior to his death, he had been hospitalized for an A-C-E-T-A-M-I-N-O-P-H-E-N. Overdose at the age of 17, he was talking to a girl he had met in a group and she called the police. He had been taking the antidepressants C-I-T-A-L-O-P-R-A-M, also known as C-E-L-E-X-A, for some time. In the United States, C-I-T-A-L-O. P-R-A-M carried a box warning stating may cause suicide thinking and behavior in those under 24. In 2016, the judge had refused and defense requested for funds to hire an expert on C-E-L-E-X-A describing it as speculative. Videos that Roy had made himself of talking to a camera, a form, an important case, part of the case. Roy's stuff on Sunday, July 13, 2014, following digital exchanges of Carter while interacting with his family, Roy died by suicide by placing himself with carbon monoxide. Bummers in his truck in a car, Kmart, not around anymore parking lot in Farm Heaven, Massachusetts. Roy's funeral was held on Saturday, July 20, July 19, 2014 at St. Anthony's Church in Massachusetts. The Captain Quarter H. Roy III Scholarship Fund at the Northwest Mediterranean Institute in Farm Heaven, Massachusetts was established in his memory. See, she pretended like she was upset about it from the movie point of view that I saw. And like, oh, I'm going to make you feel better. I'm going to do this. And then like, like found out she was the one who really told him to go ahead and do it. For true creepy things Tuesday. We have here an interesting story. Hillsong. Yep, that's right. Hillsong, Hillsong. 
the one that is now on Discovery Plus. It's literally where I found this. On Discovery Plus. Go figure. Hillsong, once a leader of a Christian, cool, loose footing in America. Um, Adam, Adam admired a series of crises, including the restitution of its leaders. The evangelic powerhouse has shed more than half its American churches just a few weeks. Pastor Sam preached at Hillsong, Atlanta for the first time on Sunday before leaving with a demonstration to form his own congregation. We believe the Lord is calling us to move into the next season, Mr. Collins told his congregants. Terry Chris, a fifth-generation pastor in Phoenix, joined the global megachurch Hillsong in part because of what he described as its distinguishedly joyful approach to church life. Hillsong was an instruction where leaders seemed light and free, offering a church experience that attended tons of thousands of people around the world. Starting in Phoenix, Mr. Christ, 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 eventually brought six churches in two states into the Hillsong Fold. Last week, he took them out. We cannot continue in our global family as much as we love it, Mr. C. told his congregation in an emotional say, sermon, sermon. On Sunday, citing, among other reasons, the recent registration of Hillsong Global Leader under a haze of scandal, I am heartbroken. In the last two weeks, Hillsong has also lost nine of its 16 American church campuses, a swift and stunning decline for one of the world's largest and most influential value. In, in elegant church. Just a few years ago, Hurlsong was the leading edge of cool Christianity, a quick expanding network that appealed to young people and city dwellers with energetic, stylish preachers and an upbeat advisor. Hurlsong translate the Christian-matic church experience which emphasized miracles and personal encounters with the Holy Spirit for a hip, upscale audience. Justin Bieber and the NBA star Kevin Darnett attended services. One of the church's worship bands won in a Grammy, and the church productive soaring anthems that became staples in similar churches that it imitated its sound style and Instagram friendly aesthetic. Aesthetics. Aesthetics. Now Hillsong, U.S. presence in the capital. Its remaining U.S. locations are the Northeast and California, meaning Hillsong no longer has a major presence between the coasts. The departure are partly the falling out 
from a series of crimes, most recently the sudden registration of its charismatic founder that have left the church with a transient reputation and inability that pastors say they found increasingly difficult to end. I cannot think of a church in the English-speaking Western world with a board and global reach as Hillsong, said Ed Steiser, the equivalent director of Wheaton College, Billy Graham Center, and Illinois, the current upheaval at the church is a very big deal and will have reformation not just for Hillsong but for contemporary around the world, he said. Hillsong and its scandals. There. Make a church known for celebrating an NBA star among its followers has been involved in a series of image transcending crisis. When was it cool? Hillsong was founded in Australia and became a global phenomenon, capitalizing on the trends in Christianity youth culture. A pastor's downfall, Charles Lentz, Hillsong's leader in New York, helped raise the church profile until worldly temptation got in the way. The leader's registration, Brian Houston, who founded the charismatic church, stepped down after he was accused of breaching the church's code of conduct. Loose footing upheeled a Hillsong has caused it to lose many of its American church campuses, a stunning decline for the once influential in-station. The church was already gri grippling with in-house tension, and a damaged brand when its Australian founder and global leader Brian Houston resigned on March 23rd after an initial investigation found that he behaved inappropriately towards two women. Mr. Houston had stepped away from all ministry duties in January, explaining that he needed to con consistentrate on a fighting a criminal charge of counseling child abuse committed by his late father, who was also a pastor. Brian, the church founder, resigned. The church's investigation founded that Mr. Houston sent inappropriate text messages to one staff member, and that several years later he spent time alone in a hotel room with a woman who attended the church annual conferences in Sydney. In a statement to New York Times, the press office for the church said that there had been no other complaints about Mr. Houston behaviors. The church has blamed medication and alcohol for Houston's actions. Mr. Houston has not publicly com commented on his regression. He could not be immediately reached for Men. Phil Dodley, the church's intertime global leader, responded to some questions in an email through the church's press office. In the email, Mr. Dooley said Mr. 
Houston's resignation came as a terrorist surprise to many of the members of our community. The church press office did not respond to the question about whether Mr. Houston would receive a severance package or any further financial compensation from the church. And the press office also declined to say whether Mr. Houston's wife, Bobby, whose title was also global senior pastor, remained employed by the church. On Thursday, a day after Mr. Houston resigned, the streaming service Discovery Plus released a three-part documentary Hillsong, a mega-church exposure. The documentary depicts the megachurch as a toxic instruction obsessed with image control and growth at all costs. It features interviews with crisis, former employees, and members, and a woman who has said she had a month-long affair with Charles Lent. At the time, the celebrity led pastors of Hillsong East Coast branches. The press offers for the church said in an email statement that the documentary portrait of Hillsong is almost unrecognizable to the church community. That's literally where I heard this whole thing was right from that mouth. Discovery Plus. The only reason I'm even talking about it. Mr. Donnelly, the interim leader, said in an email to the Times through the church press office that he has been talking with members of our team around the world in what seems like a non-stop conversation since the resignation of Mr. Houston's behavior. I don't know how to say the word he's talking about. He described the crisis as a challenging and emotional time for both members and leaders. It's difficult season has sparked controversy that we should have been having such church for a long time. He said he said the church is reviewing its policies and productors to provide both health and accountability for leaders. Hillsong exercises some control over the financial opportunities of each member church. Though congregations set their own budget, churches also pass on 5% of their contribution they receive to the global church. In return, they receive organizational and teaching resources and what was at one time a straightforwardly vulnerable association with one of the most recognizable churches in the world. For some leaders of the local Hillsong branches, the badges has become too burdensome to worth the benefits of out of fiction. Last week, the later lead pastor of Hillsong Atlanta, Sam emailed his church to inform them that he was withdrawing his church from Hillsong in the wake of the Constance media attack slander an accusation against Hillsong, some of which he acknowledged were true. All the challenges and the speculation and the scandal and the articles and all of the above 
It got to a point where the people in our church just did not want to deal with it anymore. Mr. Sam said in an interview, his hiring as Hillsong's first black leader pastor was announced about a week before the news of Mr. Lentz. Disconduct became public in 2020, meaning that his entire nature and the church has been clouded by scandal from Hillsong and titles far from Atlanta. Sunday services was the last for Hillsong Atlanta. We believe the world, Lord, we believe the Lord is calling us to move into the next season, Sam told his congregation. Sam is launching a new church on Eastern on Easter Sunday and expects much of his Hillsong congregants to immigrate there. The press office for Hillsong said there were no plans to re-establish Hillsong Atlanta. Another branch, Hillsong, Kansas, which launched in 2019, quickly spread from Hillsong about two weeks ago and relaunched as Kingdom City Church. The press office for Global Church said the two parties made a mutual decision to separate before Mr. Houston departure, a person who answers the phone at Kingdom City last week said the church had no comment. Hillsong's website says 1,500 people attended her service weekly in 30 countries, but the estimate was taken before the pandemic. The press office said an announcement attended counts is not possible because of the pandemic restrictions in some countries and emphasized the church longtime focus heightened during the pandemic online participation. Mr. Houston and his wife, Bobby, are towing figures in Australia. The church grew for decades as part of the Australian branch of Annapolis and Assemblies of God, a Pentecostal demission. The church offered original music with high production value, sometimes performed in actual concert venue. Mr. Houston once instructed pastor in Australia that a Hillsong ceremony leaves people feeling better about themselves than when they came. Pestilisman, a charismatic movement, often features practices like speaking in tongue and faith healing. Hillsong took more assembly approach always attended to mass appeal. The church ascended personal encounter with God, often through music. Hillsong became its own demonstration in 2018. In 2020, the church's relationship with money, sex, and celebrity came under renew. Circumtinism when Mr. Houston fired Mr. Lent for a leadership issue and breach of trust, plus a recent relation of moral figures. Mr. Lent, a one-time minister of Mr. Beaver, one-time mentor 
of Justin Bieber. And a celebrity in his own right confessed that he had been unfaithful to his wife and withdrew from public life. Mr. Chris C. Leaving Hillsong was the conclusion of several years of doubts about the instruction he objected a few years ago. He said when a global church retrusting disbands his board of local leaders and put him directly under the authority of Australian-based global board and he bursted when he and the other leaders were asked to sing non-comment and non-disagreement arrangements in the wake of the scandal in East Coast branches. This is long. East Coast branches, he never signed. The church press office described the agreement as standard elements of their general contract with church leaders. This decision wasn't arrived at lightly. It was made. The sin concluded the significant coast. Mr. C said in an interview, met the possibility for disillumination and pain. But anyone who has been victimized in our church needs to be seen and heard. Mr. C expects to begin holding services June 1st under a new name to be determined. In his serum on Sunday, C called for an interview investigation into Hillsong Global Board to make the findings of that investigation public and to prove any board members who have been protected the illustration not the people. Dang dude! I thought this case was weird. I don't realize it was this bad. Let's see if we can hear any about the scandal. Okay. Keep your you or a loved one has suffered. Okay. Oh. As seen on the recent documentary Hillsong, a mega church exposed Aaron Discovery Plus, mega churches can be breeding grounds for sexual abuse and misconduct. The founder of Hillsong, Brian Houston, who was charged in August of 2020 with child assault and abuse, is the tip of the iceberg. Members of the Congress, as well as the children, gestured and friends should feel safe visiting houses of worship. It is tragic and outrageous that senior church members use their position of trust and authority to take advantage of their Congress. Please call the lawyer office so this is like a place for them to go. Dang, I didn't realize that this was how bad it got. Dang, I'm like, a place of worship is supposed to be a safe and wholesome place. But what happens when greed and deception take over? Hillsong Church has been the go-to for many Hollywood elites after its start in 1983, attracting countless A-listers, most notably Justin Bieber, into their doors, their appeal to young people, and cutting-edge ceremonies, sermons quickly put them on the map, soon involving into a global mega church. They've had an 
advertise grand approach to religion with the international to reach and influence the world by building a large Christian-centered Bible-based church, changing mindsets and empowering people to lead and impact in every shepherd of life. However, over the years, Hillsong became embroiled in scandals and new secrets have continued to emerge in the public eye, putting a tainted lens on a once pure establishment. While some still see it as a beacon of hope, others are walking away. The grippling Discovery Plus Hillside and Mega Church further expose their checkered past, discuss the converts, referring co-founder Brian Houston and Pastor Charles Lentz. Several former members of the church did contain interviews for the special, detailing alleged trauma abuse and that created a cult of chase. Scroll through, so let's see what we have. Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and Keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today and the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast, please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. The 112 scale replica crime scene were constructed in 1940 and 1950. They depict actual case down to the smallest detail, functioning lights and locks, as well as perfectly placed cups, bullet hold, food, and corpse to ensure accuracy. Lee even attended 
autopsies to properly reduce the fabric. Victims wrote, each diorama cost thousands of dollars and took several months to create. She made 20 of them in all. Forensic students were given 90 minutes to carefully study the details of the crime scene. The only thing they could use were a small flashlight, a magnifying glass, their own detective skills to solve the mystery. Lee's disorum have been so useful in teaching students to pay attention to detail they are still used today and almost 60 years after her death. For her work, Lee is known as the mother of forensic science. Mm -hmm. Wine window. When the city of Florence, Italy was struck by an outbreak of the bionic plague in the night, in the 1630s wine cellar kept their distance from customers by installing Bucci di Vano or wine window. The holes fell out of use until recently when Persian against spreading COVID-19 led modern merchants to reopen their wine windows. This time around, caution customers enjoyed a variety of options other than wines such as Glotto, Bull Chase in Venezuela, sports of Colo Cowboys or horse called chase young bulls at high speeds along a narrow path and try to drag them to the ground by the tail in the worst time possible. The sport is more dangerous to humans than the animal because the riders wear very little body protection. This book has a giant rip in it. I guess I got it when I bought it. Things you buy at Walmart. Okay. Fair play. The very first Ripley, believe it or not, auditorium was at the 1933 World Fair in Chicago. International exposure like the World Fair give countries the opportunity to show up their latest culture and international achievement. Report Ripley, the founder of Ripley, believe it or not, was one of the most popular people in the U.S. during the 1930s.
today for True Crimes Tuesday. If you don't want to hear anything creepy, disturbing, or whatever, like traumatizing, please get out now. I'll give you a few seconds, but just a heads up, when I say true crime, it could be anything. And it can be very disturbing even to me. So, I hope y'all have a great day, and those of you who don't want to be here for this conversation can head on out. And I'm sorry that this video is not meant for you. I hope y'all have a great week. I will see you next time. Also, you could check out my podcast for True Creepy Things Tuesday, which is just as bad. So, if you don't like creepy things, don't watch this video. Okay, we are going to get started. Kidnapper, survivor Amber Henderson reveals how she stayed alive in captivity and never lost hope. Every time I go outside now, I really try to appreciate someone. 14 year old girl reported missing after she doesn't come home from school. By 7 p.m., Zena. Henderson was frantic that she couldn't find her daughter Abby and followed a missing person's report. I know I would. Well, now, to start all over. Thanks. Okie dokie, artichokey. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today and the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon and with the ad coming up soon i know y'all might want to skip it but you should at least try to listen to some of it maybe it's important i hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast and i hope the ad and sponsor is a good one artichokey okay dokie artichokey ad break it's now I hope you all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.